And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here to have another conversation I'm hoping helps your business grow. Have you ever received a newsletter? Maybe, maybe you even got one in the mail. You know, they, they yeah, that's right. The mail is still a thing, people. And oftentimes you'll get newsletters, updates, value-added content, whatever you want to call it. Now, look, I'm going to tell you that it takes a lot of thought, preparation, and consideration to do these things well. So if you're out there and you are creating your newsletter or your quote value added content and you're just cruising through it and you're not giving any consideration to it, do me a favor and don't send it to me because I'm not going to read it. That's right. I only want to hear what you have to say when you've thought about it. I don't want to hear a bunch of sloppy stuff put together. And that's exactly what today's guest and company help us with. Now, before we get too far into that, today's episode of Startup Hustle is brought to you by Gusto. Gusto has modern solutions for HR problems, whether it's talent management, payroll, or onboarding tools. Gusto's HR platform has it all for you. Be better than your competitors and try a three-month free subscription now. Sign up at gusto.com forward slash startup hustle. Once again, gusto.com forward slash startup hustle. You know, what's even easier is you just scroll down to the show notes and you click the link and then you don't have to type all those letters in. Now, I mentioned today we're going to talk about company newsletters and how modern technology is making them better. <coughs> With me today, I've got Erica Salmrench and she is the chief operating officer at rasa.io. This is an email marketing company. It's also one of Startup Hustle's top New Orleans startups in 2022. So you know that list hasn't come out yet. We're a little ahead of the curve because, you know, we want to put out the newsletter and let everyone know that it's <laughs> happening. So that episode will be out on the 9th of March. But without further ado, and straight out of New Orleans, Erica, welcome to Startup Hustle. Thank you so much, Matt. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, and I'm excited too. You know, we were talking before we started. Uh, I'm dealing with a blizzard. We have children running around in mm -hmm. all different shapes and forms. And, you know, we'll see what happens today, folks. And we, maybe we'll maybe we'll write a <laughs> newsletter about it and send that's, it out. That's with the fun of a global pandemic. Yeah. You just never know what you're going to get in the background. Right. right. Well, totally. And you know what? Speaking of links in the show notes and background, you can scroll down and go to rasta.io. It took a few minutes before the show and and, and took a look, you're doing some cool stuff. Now, before we get into all that, and maybe we can, I, I'm looking forward to talking about what's good and bad in newsletters, but let's do a little, let's get a little bit of your backstory and, and Ross's backstory as well. Sure thing. So I came down to New Orleans to go to Tulane. And after I graduated, I started working for their admission office and strategic recruitment. And what really drew me away from the recruitment aspect of that position was the marketing aspect of it and all of the amazing tools that were emerging in that time in the early 2000s. And so I focused, I evolved to focus more on the marketing aspect of the recruitment process and admission. 
And from there, I went on to manage a team at the largest digital marketing agency in the Gulf South. And we did everything online. We did front end and back end SEO. We did paid digital and all the most popular platforms. We did social media marketing, content marketing, basically everything online. But the one thing that we didn't touch was email because email is so hard to do in a really quality way and at scale. And so that's what intrigued me about rasa.io because we have the ability to scale good email using the power of AI and what's inherent in AI, which is automation. And so, so now we give folks in all different verticals across, you know, so many different sizes of business, the ability to send a really powerful, good newsletter in a fraction of the time. So what, what makes a, a newsletter good? Cause like, you know, at the beginning of the show, I, I wasn't kidding. Please people don't send me your crappy newsletter. It's, <laughs> it's good. If it's good, I'll check it out. But you know, like for me, when I look at some of the stuff that people send me, I mean, honestly, it's laughable. I mean, it really is. I and mean, I'm not trying to like poke fun at, at other people's efforts, right. but I'm kind of poking fun at it. Cause it really, like I get some stuff and I look at it and I, and I just think I'm like, did you, did you think anyone was going to look at this? So like, you know, I think it's presentation. It's also value. And then sometimes for me, it's like, dude, do you like the wall street journal just appeared or a bad version of it just appeared in my inbox. And I'm like, you know, TLDR. Who's going to read that? Yeah, exactly. Right. And so relevance becomes so important. Sending people content they're actually interested in. I think newsletters, when they're just all advertorial and they look like Times Square and they're just this billboard for the organization, nobody's interested in that. They want content that's relevant to them. They want content that they want to read. They want it to be personalized. Yeah, so well, it's funny. What have ever received? Well, sure. Yeah. And the, we were, we were talking about this locally and, and look, this struggle is real. So, you know, we were talking, uh, Erica and I were talking before the show, she asked me how many episodes I have done. And I was like, God, I don't even know. Uh, mm-hmm. 600 some myself, uh, 800 coming up on 800 for the show. Actually wow. you ask when the 800th one comes out, it's March 7th. So it's here in a few days, but you know, yeah. with that, we've got this fire hose of content that's come out and we, we were trying to, I didn't, I don't, I don't, I wasn't calling it a newsletter. I was calling it more of like a value added content. Cause to me, when I hear newsletter, it's like, here's news. Like the term news kind of indicates things that may have had occurred or may be announcements of things that are coming. We were trying to put together something that was like, Hey, are you interested in venture capital? Here's like three or four episodes that were any good but like yeah. i mean but i was saying the same thing i was like no one wants to hear us 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 you got to have the the what many people call with them what's in it for me exactly. so how, how do you figure how do you figure that out so the way the platform works is you first identify different sources of content that produce content that's relevant to your subscribers, your audience, your space. And then you plug those into Rasa. So a really powerful part of our platform is also the curation engine, because we're going to pull in all of the content that your sources produce. And then from there, we're going to say, okay, of these 50 articles, here are the five that are most relevant to Matt. Here are the five that are most relevant to Erica. And we're going to personalize 
automate the send process, put together individualized email code for each and every subscriber automatically from that pool of rich, relevant, trustworthy content. And then you can also infuse your own voice into the email newsletters. You can add promotional content, of course. Um, of course, you don't want to do too much of that. But it just makes the whole process so much faster because, let's face it, putting together the email newsletter can be like the least sexy task in an organization. Like nobody wants to do the newsletter. So we, we want to flip that on its head and we want to make the newsletter an easy thing to do and very relevant for subscribers. Yeah, uh, we always share the real transparent truth of entrepreneurship and like we had like internal office fights over over that we're over like the, over the newsletter yeah no one wanted to do it oh yeah exactly yeah but it's so important yeah it was uh well it is for us it was more along the lines that, like i said it wasn't about news it was there was an outbound nature to it was really value added because we'll just use startup hustle as an example there's 800 episodes like uh i mean we were talking before the show came on that like that's even hard for me to keep up with like i have actually run into people in public that were like yeah they're referencing the show yeah and i thought they were talking about listening to it and i had like forgotten that they were on it because yeah. it's a lot, no, it's a lot. So you yeah. look at this whole thing. So I'm kind of curious, like when you talk about the curation and so you mentioned like being able to assign tags or routing topics to people. So we have a whole bunch of like what we just call them ad tags, but we use them to like yeah. sort episodes and stuff like that. So we yeah. could take, for instance, we could take venture capital and tie that to certain numbers of people and Rasa.io is helping us create the content that goes with it or like, I mean, it just, how does that work? Is it just kind of decluttering our life or? Right. So you could plug your podcast feed into Rasa. We would basically suck in all the content and we actually use AI to tag it ourselves. So you don't even have to mm. worry about the taxonomy and we're going to conceptualize it just as it comes into the system. And then from there, we can begin to personalize. So if we know that one of your listeners is really into fintech, and that's the content that they're interested in reading about, as they click on those episodes, as they open those emails and click, we're going to start to give them more of what they're interested in. And you don't have to do okay. pretty much anything. I'm in on that. I like that part. The whole part yeah. where you pretty much don't have to do anything. That's like... <laughs> That's <laughs> all me. I'm the guy at the office. I'm like, I'll do that one. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. You guys have a really great site, by the way. I really like how this spells it out. And, um, and I do. I was just looking, I was just looking at monkey doe who has a character on the website and he's, he's clearly having some hard time. He's, he's finding solutions people. And that's really he's, what matters. He's but. trying to find the right content for him. He has it. He needs Rasa. <laughs> Okay. So, so real question. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that on the surface, like when you look at it, it sends emails out, you know, <laughs> like we, uh, we use HubSpot to manage some of our uh, sales process. And I see them on your website as you work well with them. So is this, mm -hmm. is this more of a, like we work with things rather than compete against them or like how, where, where's your, where's the, is the differentiator, the AI? I, don't, I mean, tell me about it. Yes. So Matt, that's a great question. We integrate with a lot of platforms like HubSpot. So we integrate with HubSpot, MailChimp, Constant Contact, 
um, Sendbox, all of these many different email platforms that send out blast emails or do a really good job with like nurture campaigns. And so what we do is we'll sync subscribers with those tools so that you can use Rasa for your newsletter and, and use Rasa for, you know, in between episodes of engagement. So, so oftentimes you might have a product where, um, you know, people might buy it once a year, or if you're like a car salesman, people are buying a car like once every seven to 10 years, right? So how do you engage with people in a meaningful, relevant way in between those episodes of engagement? So that's where you kind of just plug Rasa into your existing solutions and, you know, make sure that you're sending out relevant personalized content alongside whatever blast email campaigns, you know, you might be running to. Yeah, I think that's smart because, you know, you mentioned a lot of things. So I'm also the founder of gigabook.com, which uh, which starts as an appointment site, right? Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, you need invoices and then you need all this different content and then people want to follow up. And you know, the next thing you know, it's like, wow, you know, we started this company to do like one thing and now we've got to do 15 and it's hard. I mean, it really is difficult. And I appreciate, I've, I've, as I've, as I'm turning into an old man, slowly in front of my own mirror. Turn 47 this year in the world of tech. I have a new client that's 23. So I did point, (laughs) I was like, dude, you know, I'm twice your age. And he's like, you don't look that old. I'm like, thanks. Um, I I have some, I have some friends that are musicians and they always, uh, I worked in the music industry for a while. So they share complicults with me that people give them like, uh, an example as, as telling a musician, you know, I really love your early stuff. Um, so yeah, my co-author of the realist guide to a successful music career is in a, in a quote jam band. And people will be like, I, I really love it when you guys don't sing. <laughs> yeah, so, That's great. So, this seems like a good time to talk about messaging um, because, you know, some of those things. And by the way, if the comment that you made to someone uh, ends up being text to someone else later as a punchline, um, then, you know, that then your messaging sucks. Um, I am a big, sorry, I, ref, I refer to what I call fact shaping. Um, so there's always, there's facts. This is not like anything other than that, but with, when you're telling the story and you're giving facts, uh, it technically means that there's a nearly unlimited number of ways you can say it, word it, phrase it, which means some are better than others. Mm-hmm. So how, you know, when I, sometimes when I think about AI, mm-hmm. and it's getting better, but you know, how does, how does all this, how does Rasa help me with my messaging? Cause you know, like I think a good yeah. example is, if I say cheap or affordable, many people use those words interchangeably, but they have a much, much different mm-hmm. meaning when they're heard. Like cheap okay. is brittle, disposable, it's crap. Affordable is value and like a right, good right, deal, right. but people really do use those words interchangeably. And perception is reality. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So one of the cool things about our platform is that we pull information in from the publisher. So we're going to pull in the metadata that the publisher wrote, the imagery that the publisher wrote. 
So you don't have to spend a ton of time like rewording and thinking about those descriptions. And you can, you certainly can edit those descriptions and put your own spin on it. But I think so oftentimes we, you know, get ourselves so deep in the details and in the weeds of that. And so if you can just let the publisher kind of promote and speak to their own content, it's kind of cutting through, you know, the, the tedious nature of, of that, of that task. Okay. Um, now, how do you know, so when you talk about what you're going to deliver to someone, how do you determine that? So we're going to look at what folks have interacted with in the past, what they've opened, what they've clicked on, and then we're going to put together future emails based on their engagement behavior of the past. Now, something also that I feel like a lot of listeners are probably thinking about is, you know, well, AI, like, don't you just end up in an echo chamber of your clicks and, you know, what you've done in the past? And isn't that kind of a danger of AI and hearing you know, all about what's going on and like what social media platforms are doing to folks these days. Um, we want to mitigate against that. And so we do make sure to leave a portion of real estate available in the email for not, you know, not specific recommendations to the individual, but instead, you know, more about what the, what the newsletter editor wants them to see or wants everyone to see. Okay. So for example, now, all right. So for those of you listening, uh, so full scale, that's the company I, I, that's my real, my real job outside of this. Where I currently <laughs> yeah, that's the real one. So I have 235 employees worldwide. They're in different countries. We're, we're in three, three employees in three different countries, mainly in the Philippines, but with that, we have this fire hose of content that, you know, the full scale blog has eight or 900 articles in it. We have this show with a startup hustle.xyz site has a new blog recently. So um, am I able to tie all these things in together? Like an art, like my, my, just all of it. Yeah, only, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You can just feed that all into the platform. We pull it in as it publishes. And then, you know, every time that the newsletter goes out, we look to see what's come in and then personalize based on each reader's interest. By, by the way, most episodes, I don't ask this many questions about the product, which tells you, I'm like genuinely, I'm genuinely interested here because I'm, I mean, it really was, this really was a little bit of a battle and, and I'm not kidding. No one at our office, like we really did have fights about it. We're oh, like, no one wants to do the newsletter. The, yeah. It's, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't call it a newsletter though. I got, I got angry about that. I literally said uh, these uh, words for the 87th time. It's not a newsletter. So. <laughs> Um, just cause it, well, it wasn't really it's an email well, it engagement device. <laughs> well, well, no, I want, but here, well, here's the thing. I didn't want them to be dated. I didn't want them to have timestamps. Cause when we, you yeah. hear the phrase nurture or drip, like there's people that are constantly entering, um, the process and, right. and it, when it comes to marketing automation, and I'm really sensitive about this cause I hate robo stuff that is just like a waste because, yes. you know, the thing is, is what, if I email someone, if I call them, if I contact them, I want it to be to the point. I want it to be clear. I want it to be concise. I want it to have some kind of value. Right. Uh, I don't like wasting people's time. And another thing too, is yeah. I don't want to be annoying. So, you know, the thing is, is like, I'm very sensitive about the touch points that come out, you know, yeah. whether it's a social media post, an email or anything. So you yeah, this is, this is a, 
you do need to be thoughtful. Now, you know, speaking of being thoughtful, managing your team can be as easy as one, two, three, when you use Gusto. No more late nights for processing payroll or dealing with business tax filings. No more painful spreadsheets for attendance tracking. Say hello to your new smart HR platform. It's at gusto.com forward slash startup hustle. Make sure you click the link or at least put the forward slash startup hustle on there. Uh, you can get a free three-month subscription now, and that's at gusto.com forward slash startup hustle. You have some experience with them, don't you? We use Gusto for payroll. Yeah, we love them. We love the little pig. <laughs> is there a pig? There's a little pig. Yeah, the, the page load should... icon is like a little walking pig. Oh, I should, I should know. Well, see, I'm not the person that does that. At, at full scale, but yeah, we have pretty much, uh, we have pretty much, uh, uh, acknowledged on this show that, uh, um, no one likes doing payroll or HR. I mean, even on the office, it was pretty notorious. Michael Scott made it pretty clear that no one likes HR or maybe the <laughs> HR guy. Everyone hates HR. Earmuffs, HR people, earmuffs. Toby. So, Poor Toby. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, According to my notes, Ross has been around since 2015. You you mentioned to me earlier that you had been with the company for nearly that entire timeline or for a long time. Uh, yeah. What's been some of the stuff that's been a challenge, uh, either just as a business or building software? Because both are tough. Both are tough. So we actually started in 2015. We started as a community platform, which is essentially like, you know, the equivalent of a Facebook, like having people engage in a platform, comment on each other's posts and the articles that they share, et cetera. And we, the clients that we did have were, we were finding that these like digest emails that were generated off this community platform we're getting such incredible engagement because the digests were personalizing the articles that each recipient would receive. Um, but these people were never like logging into the platform. They were never going in there to be a part of it. They just wanted to get these personalized digest emails. So we saw that engagement and we were like, oh, like maybe this is the way to pivot. This makes much more sense. And email, like the dinosaur that it is, is still really effective you know, for better or worse, we can't really escape how effective email is, you know, for conversions, for nurture, for whatever. And so, so that was like the, the pivot to newsletters about four years ago. And we've just seen, you know, such great applications, such great product market fit because people, people need a newsletter that, you know, is not hard to put together, but that is good. And so, and so that's, that was, at that time, it was a struggle because, you know, we couldn't really, you know, there were a lot of other community platforms out there um, and we were trying to find, you know, our niche. And so it was, it was hard, but it was the right move to pivot. And I feel like that was when you pivot is a word that's thrown around like kind of loosely, but it was like a pivot in its truest form. All right, so I got a couple stats here uh, that that I I find interesting. So uh, mm -hmm. apparently, companies with a hundred plus employees, eighty three percent of them send email newsletters. Now we actually do that for uh, our internal company, and I actually had a, I, I actually had a a, a very interesting uh, 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 episode I recorded recently with a company called Workshop that specialized in internal email uh, hmm. conversation. I mean, not, 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 not newsletter type content, but actually just like informing people. So I will tell you yeah. as, as, 
it, you know, some of this stuff communicating to a large number of people is a challenge. And, you know, a lot of like we use Slack, um, yeah. which every time we send out an update in Slack, I get like three uh, comments and our feedback that uh, we have an anonymous feedback. We built a whole system to manage our company and uh, people are like, couldn't you quit? Can you quit informing everyone in Slack? It's not where I see everything. I miss it. So it's, a, you know, it's like, so we end up sending it out in three different places, which is what three times more What platform do you guys work. use for, for uh, employee feedback? Uh, so we actually built our own entire system to manage full scale. So, you know, we're, we're, we help, uh, we help software companies build teams of developers, leaders, testers. Um, mm -hmm. and so we, there's a lot, so it's got I mean, four facing sides. We have applicants, we have sales partners, we have admin and we have employees and they all, they all are very different. Uh, yeah, yeah. so yeah. So rather than daisy chaining a bunch of tools together, we've spent three years now, you know, building this, uh, fortunately for us, the development bandwidth is something we never have a shortage of you know oh having, well, that's great yeah having hundreds yeah, of people so, most other organizations right right so we kind of have the if we complain if we have too much development bandwidth because that means we're not selling enough stuff but anyway that is you know that's the the struggle is real with communication um, mm -hmm. and it's also that um, you know, the, the, overall, there's a high level of adoption for, for bigger companies is saying 79% send, send lead nurturing, uh, uh, 71% is, you know, traction or, uh, transactional. So overall, like you, I mean, you're, you're, it's very supports very much what you, what you're saying about, you know, this being, being a real thing. Now that doesn't make it easier. Now I, I do think it's, uh, uh, clever the uh the integrations with stuff because that's one of the mm -hmm. things that i mean i think is a, a kind of a, a a growing problem um amongst just businesses in general you end up with 19 different things right. i see you guys have a zapier integration so you know been i've been using zapier since it came out Gigabook oh, works with it yeah it too. it's great yeah, if, and and for those of you listening, like I have no vested interest in pushing Zapier, but it really, it, it really is a magical thing for many people because it just makes it's a, it's no code and it, yeah. it connects a lot of things and makes workflow uh, so much easier. It, it does, and and the main thing for us with Gigabook was, you know, if you if you're building if you're a tech founder and you look at all of the things that you can or potentially need to connect your platform to, you're like, oh, wow. So a team of 10 people could work on this for infinity and never hit the bottom. And <laughs> I mean, it really is true. I mean, the, the number of things and, and then the changes, the upkeep and all of it. So, you know, I think it's pretty cool how easily you can, you can do a lot of that stuff now. So yeah, I think um, like when you're embarking on putting together your tech stack, that is like the number one factor to consider what which platforms talk to each other and are going to make your life easier. For the sure. answer is none of them until you make <laughs> them. And the question is maybe more so what do you want to pay for, you know, right. to, to build, you know, to build. And I mean, even things like Zapier, if it's your platform, you still have to go through a fair amount of work to then make it connect to other things. And I mean, they're pretty specific. They do a good job. And, and by the way, thanks to them because they put Gigabook amongst their top, uh, their favorite booking engines for oh, awesome. several years. And yeah, we get a lot of traffic from that. So thanks, Apier. I should probably send you a beer or something. Um, okay, so, uh, you know, 
akin to newsletters is the case study for many people. Is there one that stands out that's a favorite at Rasa's when it comes to the impact you've made? Yeah, I'd say I'd say the American Marketing Association. That one is is near and dear to my heart. We we started working with them about three years ago, and they sent out a weekly newsletter that was all their own content, which was good. And but it was hard for them to put together. It took a lot of time. They were you know writing and publishing the blogs, and then taking those links and rewriting the descriptions, placing them in the email, and so. What they did when they came to Rasa is they decided, wow, there's a lot of awesome marketing content out there. One, we could be, you know, the brand that sends that out and is sort of like this daily voice of the latest in marketing. So they switched to a daily where they send personalized marketing content. And then the, the other piece of it is like, if you're a quote unquote marketer, like how many different kinds of marketers are there out there? They're the branding folks, they're the SEO folks, they're the video folks, the graphic design. So if if you're wanting the latest in marketing news, like a one size fits all doesn't really work. So they still send out like their blog that they do daily. And then the rest of it is personalized for what specific marketing interests, you know, the user has. Um, so, and it's, and then the send process is automated. So all they do is, you know, publish the blog and then the newsletter goes out daily. So that's been a really fun one. We've had a great time with their team and it's been a really, a really great use case for us. Do you have an opposite story of something that's funny or humorous? If you look back at it and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, I won't um, say the organization. But we, we, we often leave people anonymous in these stories. And yeah, actually yeah, prefer, yeah. Yeah. This, one can be, this one can be anonymous. I think, um, you know, when we, when we worked with these folks and they, you know, had to work through the transition of like, okay, well, we spend like literally their whole job was to put together the newsletter. And so like a couple of people, like all they did was put together the newsletter. And so the idea of like not selecting each and every story that each and every person gets was a really hard hurdle to get over um, for these folks. So, but, and, and the idea that like, okay, well, we're going to take, you know, our eight hour day and maybe, you know, condense it down quite a bit like not everyone's ready for that. Um, I would say that, you know, the best, the best Rasa use case is one where, you know, the human works alongside the AI and that's where the magic happens, but not everyone's ready to relinquish, you know, a little bit of control as to choosing what each and every person sees each and every day or week or what have you. Yeah. I run into that. I've run into that um, a lot. Um, <laughs> you know, but the, the first book that I published is it's called balance me as the realest guide to successful life. And, uh, in the very part, in the very fir fir first page, it says, look, change is difficult and it require it, it's, it's hard and it requires constant upkeep and reassessment and all that. And if you're not ready to admit that you might you are most likely your biggest obstacle to getting what you want, then just put the book back because I'm not going to be able to help you because right. it really is us and people that get in our own way. We, you know, and oh my God, I mean, hold my beer. I could go right. on about that, but, but yeah, but change is difficult. And I run into that a lot at full scale because, um, you know, our, our tech team is in the Philippines. So often it's, it's not uncommon for a CEO, a founder, a CTO, or someone to want to introduce the offshore team 
yeah. or, or people and people get really threatened by it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, sure. and so I, ha- I mean, I have a whole, uh, approach pattern that I basically have to, uh, prepare people for, Yeah, you know, and, 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 you know, with that, that preparation is, you know, it's like, Hey, you got to explain to people that this is for you. This is for your sanity, for your success, for your health. But, you know, you, I mean, in your case, they're probably sitting there going, is this replacing me? Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot. It's going, yes, it is. If your attitude doesn't improve, it will certainly imp- replace. <laughs> and it's not like a replacement. It's like, well, now we're letting you go do the things right. that humans do best, which is like the creative right. piece. Like go be creative, go write the awesome content kind of thing. Right. Well, please, please note my sarcasm there because if you're, <laughs> if you're work, I mean, well, that's the thing is sure. A lot of things can replace you if you have a bad attitude, you yeah. know? So. Yeah. Right, I feel like changing your ad change with regard to your attitude is probably the hardest. And then the second hardest thing is changing your software. <laughs> yes. Well, God forbid we have to do that. But it's hard. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of really interesting stuff out there. So okay, so how about how about let's talk for a second. So if you know, there's a lot of organizations that want to do stuff like this, um, and they don't know where to start. So you know, what's advice for listeners that want to, and by the way, on the why you think about that for a moment, I have already signed up for your platform. Oh, wow. This, you are a multitasker, Matt. It already grabbed my, it grabbed my blog. It grabbed a logo. It has created a sample outline that um, is giving me some different layouts and options. Um, I'm going to choose to edit to do this. this I'm going to awesome. edit some one part of it, which it's going to, but it's created basically a sample outline that starts with uh, what does a project manager and software development do? Uh, it has top ten PHP developer questions. I mean, a whole bunch of different stuff in here. So yeah, I mean, it's just you know, and and for those of you listening, I mean, this is walking me through. It's giving me. I got. I got a couple different templates. I can go with newspaper. I'm a big and bold person, so I'm going to switch that over. (laughs) If you have good imagery, I definitely recommend the big and bold. Yeah. So, but, but no, I mean, I think that's, I think, I think that's cool. So I, 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 I may have answered my own question, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, so what, what is that? What, so this is, was easier for me because, okay, by the way, this found my blog on the full scale website and, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I don't know, but what if I, what if there is no content? That's a great question. So, so oftentimes we will find your website blog, but if it's not like the, one of the basic iterations that we go through, what programmatically for the blog URL, you might just have to plug it in yourself, which is fine, but, um, but you only have to do that one time. So, so what Matt's going through right now is I'm going to use a really 1990s term. It's like our sort of wizard that will grab in a bunch of web inputs and then eventually get you to create your account. Um, so a good way to kind of get your feet wet is we do have a free two-week trial where you can kind of explore the platform, use the basic functionality, and then you'll see on the site as you you know progress in whatever tier you sign up for, if you become a paid user, you're going to have more functionality, obviously, the more you pay for. And then we also and association clients where we do more of like a full-scale onboarding. So we'll help you with the content curation. We'll help you with the strategy. Um, we'll help you with, you know, authenticate your domain. 
um, consult on deliverability, all of those, all those great things. So we, we kind of are full spectrum in terms of like the different types of plans you can go down. Yeah. And I, I have also now emailed myself, my sample <laughs> template I have received. Love it. It. Yeah. I don't like the image that I have on my own site. So, um, I'm busy changing that in the background, which is, uh, you need to do it. My, according to Rasa, my logo looks great. So thank you for being so positive. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You mentioned the 1990 terms cause you know, I'm old enough to remember when computers really came out and I remember people were so angry about how rude they were. Syntax oh. error. You oh, know, it's like, right, right. like it didn't like the, yeah, the, the messaging and the errors. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that it's, uh, uh, it, it does want me to connect my Twitter feed now. I'm not sure if I'm ready to send that out to my email list. Yeah. And the so. way, oh, Matt, just for your reference, the way we do share Twitter content is we're going to pull in the articles that you tweet out as opposed to like the 180 characters of the tweet, if that makes sense. So, so we'll, so if you tweet out relevant articles to your subscribers, we're going to pull those in as you tweet them out. Oh, they can. Uh, there, I've selected my Twitter feed. It's at DeCourcy Matt. Now, after three years of ignoring Twitter, I'm back, people. So, Keep back in action, folks. I don't, yeah, I was shocked that, like, for considering that I literally had no activity for three years, I'm surprised that I still have some, like, a, 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 a minuscule 1,500 followers, but I don't know where they came from because I literally <laughs> started a Twitter like three years ago. They're all looking for There's you. too many things, man. There's too many things to keep up with. I, I, mm -hmm. It's like all, I mean, I literally have people that help with this and we still don't keep up with it on some days. So anyway, this was interesting. I took a little approach. At, you know, folks, the show's conversational. So I I, I normally don't go through a whole product, but I, this was such an interesting subject because this really was a struggle for us. Um, think about that. If you're struggling, you have four people. I'm telling you, we have 235 and we were struggling. So I, I'm definitely interested. I think this is really cool. And I did. I just changed my header. I just did a bunch of different stuff in here. So it's quick and easy to sign up. I think that that's, that's cool. If you, uh, you listen to my shows enough, you know, I'm nutty about onboarding. Like if you can't get people set up and moving quickly, then your software sucks. It's just yeah. that simple. I mean, you have to make it a frictionless process. Yeah. You have to. Which is tough because you got to get enough info, but not too much. You got to demonstrate enough, but maybe not too much. You got to do a lot of stuff, but not too much. You got to just find that happy medium. There's three words that will help you with that. People test, test, test. So, all right. So here we are. We're once again with, uh, with Erica from Rasa.io and oh, Erica Psalm wrench. I, she pointed <laughs> out to me that she uses the three names because she made it, she gets to name all of her children. She's all the kids. I've been try. I've tried for the naming rights. Uh, my wife knows me well enough to know that that would be a really bad deal. I, uh, when I found out my daughter's my oldest and, you know, we were really excited. She goes, what do you think we should name her? And I said, payback. And she was like, no, we're not naming our daughter payback. And I said, but she will be. I said, any daughter of mine is probably going to be a payback. Now she wouldn't go for it. And I said, can I get the middle name? She didn't want to name your firstborn payback. I mean, that's just I mean, it shocking <laughs> i just thought it was you know i got shot down on pretty much my first 76 suggestions so her name is dylan now oh i but, love that and it's funny i did it's actually so there you know there's a boy dylan spelling and a girl dylan spelling what's the girl dylan spelling d-i 
DI, which were DY. So I got that part. I wanted that, but yeah. So people people are like, oh, like Bob Dylan. I'm like, no. (laughs) Yeah. But I did take Dylan to see Bob Dylan once, so that was fun. All right. So once again, today's episode of Startup Hustle is brought to you by Gusto. If you're looking for an all-in-one HR platform, it's time to check out Gusto. You have everything you need in just a few clicks of a button. You'll even get three months free when you go to gusto.com forward slash startup hustle. Once again, gusto.com forward slash startup hustle. There's a link for that in the show notes. There's also a link to rasa.io. So much easier to just scroll down and give it a click. You know, I I do want to say I I really did sign up and send myself a a sample version. Like, I mean, I've got a real email here. It's got five, five different blog articles. And, and, you know, here's the thing, it's organized. Well, it's not overcrowded. It's clear. It's concise. Um, it's got a, it's got, it's very easy to click and go to the actual article. When I click it, I do see a tracking code in here, which I'm assuming that you guys allow for plenty of that because people yeah. are, are nutty with their with their analytics so and what measure what gets measured gets done but mm-hmm. uh, you know here we are at the end of the episode and i just wanted to point that out and i, I now I you just that, have to connect your hubspot matt just go connect your hubspot and then I just hired a new senior marketing guy. So like pretty much every, he starts Monday. So pretty much everything I do right now, I'm like, yeah, we're going to wait for Kyle to do that. <laughs> Get Kyle to do it. <laughs> I, well, I've been doing it forever and it's like too, you know, too, been too long now. So Eric, I end my episodes start a puzzle with what I call the founders freestyle. And whether you're a founder or not, it's really just a good time for us to wrap up the things that we have talked about, any key points and messages. Now I said my episodes, I am not the only host of the show. Make sure you tune in every week and listen to Andrew Morgans, the founder and CEO of Marknology. Andrew is a specialist at Amazon brand acceleration and e-commerce. And make sure you tune in weekly to join Lauren Conaway, one of my one of my sheroes. She is the founder of Innovate Her. They just got their 5,000th member in Kansas City. I'm really Innovate excited Her. Yeah, so yeah, innovate innovateherkc.org and uh, wow. Lauren is uh, she always gets mad at me because I always leave the KC off. I'm like, "No, you're going global, lady. You're going global. We're getting the KC <laughs> yeah, out of it." But, yeah, so here we are at the end of the show. And I mean, what are a couple things that, that stood out? Anything that you didn't say that you should have or anything you need to clarify or want to clarify? Oh, gosh. Um, no, I think we got to a lot of it. I'd say, you know, so many folks, when they hear AI solution, they get scared. You know, like AI is scary. It's killer robots, right? But it doesn't have to be by any means. We work with... Um, Marketing AI Institute, we're a partner of theirs, and they do a great job of communicating that how there's so many marketing solutions out there that aren't, you know, fully AI, like you just, you know, enter in your email and the AI goes off and does something. The magic really happens when the human meets the AI and so and takes takes away a lot of the tedious nature of a, of a given task. So I, if you're someone who thinks like, I want to experiment with AI, Ross is a really good tool to kind of start down that path with. Yeah, I, you know, I think, uh, you know, one thing that stood out from this episode is, you know, well, I, I really was being fully transparent. Like we really did have 
friction internally when it came to the, we weren't calling it a newsletter. It was, you know, we were referring to that more as outbound marketing essentially and the format and the layout and the structure of it. It was, uh, it was a newsletter, you know, in, in appearance. Now with that, you know, there's something I've learned. So I've written three books, hundreds of vlogs and podcasts and stuff like that. And people don't like writing in general, people don't like writing content. They don't like writing really anything. And, um, you know, it's, it's difficult to get people in general at your business to do it consistently, to do it well. So that invariably ends up being the reason that so many organizations don't do outbound stuff and they don't pay attention to their messaging. So, you know, when it comes to things that make it easier, and make it faster and make it, you know, more consistent, I really think you need to look into it. And, you know, like I said, is if you're just sitting around, like you always ask yourself why. So we've wanted to do that. Well, why? So people always make excuses as to why they're not, it's not the right time. I don't have the right people, but you can have the right tools. Like, by the way, AI isn't scary. It's helpful. You know, like, the Terminator is not going to emerge from your screen when you sign up for Rasa. I, I just did. Nothing's killed me yet. So I'm feeling pretty no good. That's good. I'm feeling great about that part. So, but yeah, I mean, overall, like there's a lot of tools that can help with a lot of stuff. And I think when you're looking and shopping for tools, it's really, it's smart to look at the things that connect with the other things you're already using. Totally. Because you know, that there's, you look at like HubSpot, like, <laughs> Sorry, HubSpot, but your outbound templates are exactly okay. They're not great, you know? So, like, I mean, that's part of what was slowing us down. You know, it was really cumbersome and kind of lame to build a lot of the stuff. So, it's like... You can actually import your own HTML into Rasa if you don't want to use one of our standard templates. You can, and then put the AI tags in the content. So there's that. I'm already good to go. It's got my logo. I'm inside. It's got a little full scale logo up at the top. Um, now the one thing that I need to do is maybe go back and redo it for startup hustle, but I'm cool. sure that, that is, Let yeah. The that podcast is, feed in. Do yeah, it. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. That, that might be good. Although, yeah. Well, uh, one more thing to aggregate. So tell Kyle to do it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. You heard it. He's yeah. He's trying to get caught up. He, I talked to him the other day, and he was he was he was furiously trying to listen to podcasts to get caught up. And I was like, dude, you're never going to get caught up. Never, not when you. Those are, and, and by the way, Stephen Ford, if you're listening, if you have caught up, we got a guy that was coming legitimately close. He was at six fifty or seven hundred, and he messaged wow. me. Uh, he messaged me a while ago and, and basically said, dude, you really, you re- you guys really went to five days a week. Like he was, he was, cause we used to do three and then we did four and you know, he was getting close to getting caught up. So yes, you Steven. publish every day. Yes. And Steven, we're thinking about weekend supplemental issue episodes. So start so listen more, listen more, but anyway, thanks to all the listeners out there and everyone that keeps up and, and thanks for joining me and congrats again on being in, Startup Hustles, New Orleans, top startups. I'll catch up with you down the road. So much, Matt. I appreciate you. Actually, I will send you my newsletter down the road. Please do. 
Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. We do it.